Hey, love, I am so excited to have you here on Friday. Uh, we made it. We're almost done for the week. Another week, or if this is your first week, welcome um, to the OYOT or On Your Own Terms podcast with Amber Cherie. We are going to do a quick little ad before we get into the meaty greedy of, of the podcast. So enjoy this quick trailer you guys don't know and if this is your first time meeting me i am a part of another podcast called uh, the inner circle podcast with amber sheree and taylor brie and we've been going on for a while now we uh, you know we we are so excited we've had um, tons of people on and so i just wanted to share my piece of my first journey podcasting with you guys with this short trailer And then we will jump right into the podcast. Hey, y'all, it's Amber Cherie. And I'm Taylor Bree. And we are the Inner Circle Podcast, where each week we have candid conversations as sisters about personal life experiences and topics related to the current culture. As sisters, we have different points of view, so we bring in people to weigh in on whatever topics we find interesting. Join our candid conversations weekly on the Inner Circle Podcast. Welcome. guys so welcome to the oyot or on your own terms podcast with amber sheree where it's a safe space and a resource for professional moms to share their experiences navigating their careers on their own terms each friday join us as we mix motherhood and professional life into a power hour to help moms take a breather and know that they are not alone on this journey called life we keep it real as we share our personal experiences being the chief of our household while balancing work and showing up our best most days. So you guys, obviously, you know who's coming in the header. And I've already told y'all multiple times that we might get the whole line on the podcast. They're all moms. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, before I digress and I get, you know, too excited, uh, this week we are going to have my sans, Shatika Expose. And if you guys have never met me and have never heard who Amber Sheree is and you stumbled across me, or if you do, um, I want to say welcome. So some of you might know me from the podcast that I do with my little sister, um, Taylor Bree, uh, called the Inner Circle Podcast. We've been rocking out for over two years with that one. Uh, we've had close to almost 100 episodes, including trailers and breaks and all the other stuff. Um, and you guys might have, you know, heard me from that one and then you decided to, you know, venture over here. Um, and if you have heard me on that one, then you will know that you've met this guest today twice on uh, that podcast. But then also if you, um, have, you know, me personally, I appreciate you and I thank you for coming back. Feedback is good. So you better 
let me know how you uh, experience this podcast and what you like and don't like about it and different tweaks. I take all feedback, different topics. Uh, I appreciate. And if you don't even know me, you've never met me a day in your life. You somehow you ended up on Apple or Spotify or Anchor or Google or whoever. And you're like, who is this person? Welcome. Uh, so this podcast is going to be a little bit different. Obviously, I told you guys about it in, in the beginning, but we're mainly focused on professional moms um, and different things that we go through. Like all of us are so different. All of our dynamics and our relationships are so different. Some of us are single moms. Some of us are in marriages or in serious relationships. Some of us are physical birth moms and some of us you know, decided that either we were going to adopt or we had different struggles or issues. And so however you label yourself as a mother, we are inclusive and we appreciate you being here. Uh, and this will be about work tips, different things like that. So uh, we are going to keep that professional side to it too. So um, for our guest today, uh, I will tell you guys how I know her. Um, and then I'll let her, because she does it so well, I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, so Jatika Exposé Stewart, um, I met her ooh, over 10 years ago. It's been 12, 13. I think it will be 13. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> over a decade ago. Um, and fall 09, because I think that's when we actually met each other. I don't, I don't know if we had any interactions before. Direct, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll I'll keep the the actual detail story to ourselves because that's <laughs> no. uh, but either way we met each other through Delta um, and we just became really good friends like from there I mean from day one I know that you guys heard like me and Bianca's like drama uh, <laughs> and we name dropped Jatika and her a few times <laughs> her and Kellum. Um, but Jatika and I, we've, we've been rocking it out since, since then. And oh my gosh, like we've been through moves, we've been through babies. We date, we had the same, um, due date, date for our first kid. <laughs> uh, we were in each other's weddings. Yeah. Uh, like we've done like, I, at one point, you know, I lived with her for a little bit. She let me stay on her couch in her in her room uh yeah and then you left me you left yeah. her yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I had to come back home so it's been like we've done life with each other and um obviously you know these women that I bring on I wouldn't have it any other way I I admire them they're or they're close to me or you know uh and this I consider Jatika to be a sister more than a friend to me at this point, we've been around each other's family. We would trust each other, each other's kids, yep. you know, um, uh, all of that. And so um, I wanted to bring her on because she's in an industry that is very fast paced, always moving, like always got stuff going on. And she's she has this special talent and skill that she had acknowledged a long time ago when she was younger that she really decided to go and follow her dreams and get the education she needed and put herself in positions that has allowed her to have her career to where it is right now. But then also too, like she is just, I don't know, like y'all are about to meet her. Like I just, I love her and she definitely walks in her faith. She's not scared to, or not nervous or not shying away of 
telling everybody that she loves Jesus and she loves God in the workplace. And luckily she found a workplace that actually centers their mission around, you know, community and faith and all of that. And so she is living in her, like, you know how there's like the performance box, high performance box, like she's living in all of the values and different things that she wants for herself when it comes to home, community, work, friends, family, like she's where she she's living in her moment. So I thought it was important for us to bring her on um, and we can talk. So we don't promise a power hour, uh, even if we got to cut it off (laughs) abruptly, like, hey, we got to let wrap it up. So, yeah. Um, so anyways, so Jatika, welcome. How would you, you welcome to the podcast? I appreciate you. No problem. You know, I love to talk it's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get started in the meaty gritty of everything, how would you introduce mm-hmm. yourself to the audience? That's a good question. It's so weird because I'm in the entertainment industry and it's like, you know, when you're in college, you learn the whole thing about what's your elevator pitch and all this other <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I'm in the industry and don't nobody care about little old me. I work around <laughs> celebrities and famous people all the time. And it's like, I'm a part of the corporate team that helps get everything done. So it's like, I'm just a little person. But then <laughs> to everybody else, it's like, you're not just a little person. So I'm like, I don't know how to describe myself. So my husband has really been big on telling me like, you're doing all the things that you said you were going to do. And I was like, am I? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) So I guess, I guess people would um, describe me as a uh, multifaceted um, production and entertainment sales personnel. Mm -hmm. I work for Central City Productions and it will be formally called Stellar TV. We're launching um, in 2023. I'm so excited about that. It'll be the first uh, family-friendly, um, Black-owned network on television. So right now we're in the throes of all that it takes to become a network with our soft launch and our test signals and putting all of our programming on. It's just a whole lot of work. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord, help us. But, you know, <laughs> hopefully all goes well. So I'm tasked with um, helping the sales director um pretty much with all of our advertising and sponsorships that we get for all of the shows that we produce um it's just a lot of different work so uh, if you're watching a show for example everybody knows that we're pretty much known for producing the stellar gospel music awards so if you're watching that show and then you decide to go get you some popcorn or some more juice all the commercials and stuff you see like where those are placed the different Mm -hmm. advertisers I'm in charge of placing all those things If you see like in-program activations from like Cadillac or Toyota or McDonald's or AT&T, I pretty much work directly with the client to make sure that what you see on screen actually happened. And I communicate all those things to the production team and a whole lot of other things. Like I write scripts, (laughs) I help produce radio spots. It's just, I interview talent for our digital media team. Um, it's just a lot that I do. I like to be versatile. I like to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. Um, And my boss's wife actually said that in front of everybody when we had our recap. She was like, she's so adaptable. I'm not like that. And she got, she hit the ground running. I'm like, I didn't realize that, you know, a lot of people don't like to do that now that they can't, but they don't like to do that. And for me, it gives me like a, 
a joy. You know, like when you're yeah. doing something you like to do, that kind of stress doesn't stress you out like how it would if somebody was like, oh, I have to do X, Y, and Z now. And I'm not used to doing that. For me, I'm like, yes, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. <laughs> What's the best way to do this, 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 this? And then I have to do this, 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 this. Like, I like it. Like, it just, yeah. it fuels me. I feel like I was like that in Delta, like when we had like program weeks, I'm like, okay, I got 10 programs. <laughs> we only do one. Okay. Let's see which one, you know, like yes. I was really into like ideation, content creation, just helping get things done from like how you think about it to like seeing it come to fruition. So I feel like the entertainment industry or just broadcast in general, because everybody pretty much knows I went to school for journalism. I just thought I was going to be on the news, you know? I had all these news internships. I was going and <laughs> taking my little pictures at the anchor desk. And I was like, oh, when I really got into news and started seeing like, oh, this is what you got to do for real. <laughs> I had to have a conversation with Jesus. Like, I don't know, Lord, if this is, I'm supposed to do that. So <laughs> I got more education and decided that if I do pursue a broadcast career where I'm in front of the camera, then I also want to know how to do the inner workings of behind the camera. Yeah. So I did get my master's um, in digital media storytelling so that I can learn how to produce things and write and all that kind of stuff. And then now, you know, since I was a little child, I've always said, oh, I'm going to be a producer. I'm going to do these things. And then my husband literally gave me a gut check like last week and was like, but you do produce things. You produce radio stuff. You produce video stuff. You produce all of these other things like events, activations, like that's also a producer. But in your head, like when you're little, you have like a very... um skewed view of like what those things are like oh I want to be a doctor but they're like 500 different doctors like you could be a psychologist you could be a uh, orthopedic like it's all kind of doctors it's all kind of media professionals and so long story short because it was like the longest introduction of myself um because I never have to talk about myself so it's weird um yeah I'm just like a multifaceted um entertainment sales production Mm -hmm. person and I thrive in those kinds of spaces. Okay, awesome. <laughs> you forgot that she is a mom of one and a wife of uh, four years. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, oh Lord, Jesus help me. What's this year? 2020. It's in November. Yes, it is 2022. Okay, I have to say that people gonna be like, how do y'all know how long you've been married? First of all, I've been telling my husband <laughs> that for years all year, but we have just <laughs> argued like, earlier this year it wasn't an argument it was really yeah, like yeah, a yeah, fun yeah. playful thing and yeah. all of my family was on the phone like my aunties my uncles my mom and I was like really freaking out because I thought I was turning 32 mm-hmm. and he was like no I thought I was turning 31 and he was like how don't you understand you had a whole birthday like you're about <laughs> to be 32 and I was like no because in my head I'm thinking about like my clock I want to have another yeah. child and I'm like yeah, yeah. all kids got to be out pregnancy got to be done love yeah. making got to be done at this age <laughs> I want to be done <laughs> and we were like arguing on the phone and my family was just cracking up and I'm like no I'm about to be 31 and he's like no you're about to be 32 and then fast forward I'm about to be 33 this year <laughs> and it's just messing with Jesus my year it is my Jesus year you know I say that all the time my Jesus year <laughs> and I'm like it's messing with my timeline and then I feel like in my Jesus year Jesus is gonna be like chill out let me do my thing and whenever you have another <laughs> one if you want another one yeah, let me do it. And I'm like, but before 35, Jesus. <laughs> because I don't want to be a 40-year-old with like a three-year-old. I want to be like almost done. So, <laughs> so yes, 
not professionally i am a mother of one amazing beautiful baby girl named Savea expose stewart if i know i can't let go of my name so i gave her <laughs> last name but it's her middle name um and <laughs> and i am a loving wife to my amazing husband doctor yes Stewart, i get to say that now it's kind of weird but you know we worked hard for this so mm-hmm Absolutely. Yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to break the ice with our oh. guests. Um, and this should be, well, this might be a hard question for you. So we obviously we've we've acknowledged multiple times that she loves Jesus and mm-hmm. that she is a Christian. Mm-hmm. So quickly, what's your favorite Christian song and why? <sighs> <laughs> So I won't say favorite of all time because okay. I feel like I am, mm-hmm. con- I work in the industry, so I'm constantly, you know, introduced to new music and new artists and things like that. But right now, I mean, I've been in love with her for the past two years, but now her recent album, uh, Clarity, is just like, it's something I can go play and it's amazing. So Doe, if you don't know, mm-hmm. um, used to sing with her family. Mm-hmm. um a long time ago and she made the song with her family called he wants it all and and I haven't heard from I think it's the Jones family I think is where she came from she okay. hasn't been out in a while and I remember two stellar awards ago I came across a song and I told my boss about it and I was like look we need to put her on the AT&T because you know I work for AT&T mm-hmm. emergent artist stage and she was like okay we, we'll, we'll vet her out and then we ended up using her mm-hmm. and since then like you know, I would talk to my boss and she would say, I hope a record label picks her up and do well by her and that kind of thing. And then next thing I know, she's picked up on Jonathan McReynolds label and she's producing all this music. And so her newest album, Clarity, when I, when I pray is like, Mm -hmm. soon as you, soon as the beat drops, you like, oh, it's like a really good, like (laughs) contemporary, like R&B, like it has a really good feel. And the message is just like, yeah. No matter what, like, I know when I talk to God, he's going to hear me. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, I tell people that I like all kinds of music. So I like traditional gospel, I like contemporary gospel, I like hip hop gospel, I like urban, it's whatever. But that song, it just, I can play it. Y'all, y'all go listen to when I pray and you're going to hear it's like, <laughs> soon as it comes on, you be like, oh, I can vibe with this. And then when you listen to what she's saying, especially when you're going to find yourself in life at a moment when you need to talk to God, you're going to be like, I know that when I talk to you, they're like, you go hear me, Jesus. (laughs) You know, so I won't say I have a favorite song of all time, because like I said, I love different types of Christian and gospel music. So, but right now, like if I had to go in my car, and like I need to put on an album. If it's not dope from like, this time mm-hmm. then it's like my throwback and I like groups like virtue if you if you know ah, yeah. um, uh-huh. virtue so they got a real good like R&B yeah. contemporary like I love Jesus mm-hmm. and I'm cooling you know I'm yeah. down and this is a great song and I'm worshiping yeah. and so I will throw them on anytime and okay. then, you know all my traditional people but right now I'm like really stuck on Doe's album yeah it's probably not a day I don't go by that don't listen to something on that album or or humming yeah. something from that album because it's just a very good transparent album and yeah. I love it my mom played that first virtue virtue um album that they first came out with she mm-hmm. played that to death mm-hmm. in our car oh my god like, yeah as soon as that mm-hmm. comes on yeah. that and uh 
Hezekiah Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Fred Hammond. Yep. Like, I was just listening to Fred on the way here, but to mm-hmm. get on the podcast, I was like, oh, let me turn this off. Purpose by Design was the one I was listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like in here jamming, like, man, I really done sang this whole album. And I yeah. so, yeah, I could, I could put y'all on. If y'all need a curated Christian playlist, let's do it. Playlist, uh, you know what? Like, We're going to hold her accountable. Like when her episode comes out, when this episode <laughs> drops, we will put not even the show notes because we're just gonna bring her in live and do like if she has, if she has time yeah we'll, we'll have her do a little bit of like yeah hey, like something this. my go-to's what i yeah. like to do and she can sing so these go-to's that she's talking about she can actually blow on the go-to's so <laughs> we'll have to do a random live if she has time but if nothing yeah. else she could curate a, a quick you know, yep. 10, 15, you know, mm-hmm. quick playlists. And we'll just, we'll share that with, with yeah. so yeah. Cool. Well, with the, inst- so every, I feel like moms, like we're always running all the time. We're always, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do, oh crap. I forgot to do that. Oh, you need to do this tomorrow. You need that for me. Like mm-hmm. it's always something where we're always running and we don't get a chance to just like take a breather, relax, like reflect on our week, figure out like the small things that we've, like what Steven was saying, like, hey, don't short yourself so much. Like you've done all of this. This is your rap sheet and everything. So with that, what was your inspirational moment this week that you you had a chance to kind of stop for a second and think like, wow, that really inspired me. It can either be professional or it can be personal that really filled up my cup and gave me what I needed in order to move to, you know, the next day or the next moment or the next mm-hmm. second or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have two. Uh, okay. One moment was earlier this week. I had one of our newest coworkers. Um, he's the grandson of the CEO and chairman of the company I work for. And he just came aboard. He's a graduate from Morehouse. <laughs> Um, and things like that and so he's really trying to understand the sales side and everything because he's coming on as an account executive and I come on you know when I tell him my role is like if you look at the title in my signature it says what it says it says multimedia sales coordinator but I do like yeah 500 other things like now I'm a part of the accounting team and I do like other things with production and digital so that just says multimedia just multi everything gets done (laughs) right okay so (laughs) he was um coming to me and saying hey I really want to know like as an account executive what my role is and how we're supposed to work together better or some things that you do that I can kind of try to manage or help out with when you're so overwhelmed because I know like every time he comes to ask me something he's like I know you're really busy and it's like literally that's his first thing that he says to me he's like hey just take it I know you're really busy because I, I am I'm trying yeah. to like make sure we're bringing the money in for the company I'm doing traffic for all of our shows I'm the only person that does traffic for all of our shows so that means I'm managing all of the commercial you know instructions that come in to say hey this commercial needs to run for this show and this show and this show this week this day this day I'm yeah. the only person that does that so that's a like ongoing thing on top of like billing on top of like we're all also producing shows so we're not the company that's like yeah that's gonna run we're like no we're gonna produce it as well so we're in charge of every aspect from talent to sponsors and advertisers and copy and just logos every every little thing right and so that's his thing to me and I've been more conscious of when I respond to him I'm always like 
not a problem. Just text me, just call me. I'm about to go grab something to eat before I pass out. Just remind <laughs> me, like, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. And he's always like, I know you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, do I give off that, that vibe? So I had to watch that. But he pulled me aside and we were in the conference room and he was like, hey, I was watching SNL. And there was this skit about this mom and a baby and the baby clearly, I think was a grown person or whatever. And they were like, hey, mom, when you had me, was it, you know, all great and sunshine and rainbows and, you know, whatever. And she was telling the child who was probably in dope, because I'm assuming it's SNL. And she was like, it was great. And then he said, every time she gave an explanation of what motherhood was like, they did flashbacks to how terrible it was. Like, <laughs> oh, when you had me, was it great? And she's like, yeah, it's wonderful. And then it's like her and labor, like, ah. and then it's like, oh, when I was growing up, was I ever like this? And then it was like the child, like throwing tantrums and doing everything. And I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. So he's not, you know, married or anything like that, but he's coming up. I think he's like late twenties, right? Yeah. So he asked me, he said, was it hard? I was like, was what hard? He was like, becoming a mom. And I know you're really busy here and I can't imagine having anything else to do <laughs> like, after you leave work. And I'm just telling him, and then my boss is overhearing him asking me these questions. And he was like, what's hard? He was like, was pregnancy? I was like, no, I said for y'all as in men. Yeah. It, y'all got the easy part. Yeah. Ooh, blah, blah, woo-hoo, you shot the club up and now you chilling okay <laughs> and now it's me that's like up oh, you shot the club up and now I have all of these symptoms yeah. and now your body starts changing and yeah. hormones and that's just the basics we're not even talking about when your stomach grows and how you can't sleep on your side or you can't do this <laughs> you can't eat things and I was sick for 90% of my pregnancy yeah. so mm-hmm. it's just like I was hospitalized it was like yep. all these things and now my husband's like, you want another one? You would do all that again? I was like, yes, the biggest in the space. I would do it all over again, right? And so my boss was like, ugh. So then he left. He was like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that it was easy for us. And he was like, I get up in the middle of the night and change diapers and, and get yeah. And I was like, well, congratulations that you did something. <laughs> he was like, ah. He was like, went back in the room. So my coworker was still talking to me and he was like, I really asked you that because I wanted to know if Jatika was still in there. And I was like, see, he about to make you cry. Like, what? I was, I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I've never really had anybody ask me that. And I said, mm-hmm. I know what you mean in terms of when you become a mom, your world, and not to dish on fathers, like, oh, you, yeah, you yeah. have a father. But when you become a mom, like, me and Steven even talk about this now it's like some things that I do and he'll just sit there and he's like yeah because you 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 know you knew to do that and I was like no I didn't know to do that it's like (laughs) you figure it out it's not like our mother sat down with us and was like okay now when you have a baby you got to make sure that they eat every two hours and you change the diaper I mean that kind of stuff you know but it's like how hard it's going to be to just feed them because you don't want to feed them formula and you're trying to breastfeed and if you're had c-sections or if you just had complications outside of the hospital you're not trying to eat you're exhausted you're tired your body has to continue to make food nipples is bleeding because you don't know how to breastfeed right consultation all the consultants are gone the nurses are gone you got to do it by yourself that in itself was crazy I tell people 
people all the time the first three days when I came home was so terrifying because I just remember looking at my child and was like I don't know you yeah you need me yeah you can't even talk to me who are you like I'm just holding (laughs) her like freaking out and she's the most beautiful thing but I'm freaking out right yeah and all of a sudden it's like you're supposed to have this innate ability and and you know intuition on how to do things and it's like yeah okay like that's a transition in itself that's a struggle in itself and so that was really hard for me so I was telling him I was like listen if you ever you know marry I think he's in a relationship or not I was like if you ever get married or whatever I just want you to know that after you shoot the club up that's all great (laughs) yeah but the woman experiences so many different transitions between the mentality of it was just me and I could do my thing now I have to worry about somebody else now I have my hormones are all over the place so I don't really even have control over how I'm feeling or why Mm -hmm. I'm feeling this way and then those kinds of things affect your relationship if you're married it affects your marriage it's like your husband wants time and attention or he don't understand why you're so exhausted or all these little things so you have to have all these conversations you gotta keep trying to research and find out what's wrong with you are you in postpartum depression or is this normal like it's so many different things so I told him I was like motherhood I told him I was like parenthood in general is hard because someone told me the other day that um oh I was at church (laughs) and they were talking about their kids coming out of kids ministry and I left Savannah with my mom that day and they were like it doesn't get harder as they get older it's a different type of hard yeah and I remember like when Savea was an infant I was like oh my god this is so hard and I can't wait till she starts walking and talking and doing these things and then she started walking and talking and you get a <laughs> different type of hard now she wants to talk back now she wants to tell you no now she tell you that she don't <laughs> want to eat that now she's walking away now she's running like yeah yeah choose your heart okay because yeah. it's a different hard at each. choose your heart I love that but, yeah you know so I'm like okay so anyway, I say that to say that my inspirational moment was when he asked me that for a coworker who I've known, you know, I knew, yeah, yeah. I, I know him and it didn't, I told him like, I yeah. don't take anything personally. I'm very transparent. Yeah. Anything, I'm probably gonna tell you too much information. So let me know when I'm <laughs> in a little abrasive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I don't want you to feel away, but I just want to ask because I was watching that skit and like, it yeah. just made me think. And so when he asked me, am I still in there? I, I you know, what my answer was, I honestly told him, I don't know. Mm. I told him, I don't know what my goals and ambitions are. I've been trying to hold my husband down for the last four years with getting his doctorate and we had to live apart. And he's Mm -hmm. been, you know, I helped edit his dissertation and I'm reading every paper Mm -hmm. and I'm helping him study for tests. I'm creating study guides. I'm calling his, his peers and I'm getting, you know, test questions from them and I'm creating Google Docs and I'm praying for him all night, like doing all these things in support of him while taking care of Savea by myself for a whole year and just other things like making sure he has time and space to focus. He was also working part-time. He was having clients still. He was going to school. It was so much that I felt like my role or God's will for my life in those four in the past four years was to support my husband who's supposed to be the head of the house. So for me, anything that I thought about, it was making sure Savannah was good, making sure Stephen was good, make sure the house was good. Now, in that, do you make sure that you're good? I can tell you honestly how many times I've gotten my nails done or how many times I've gotten hair done or how many times I've had a day where it's like, somebody else can look after Savea for a couple hours and I didn't realize how important that kind of stuff was until my husband came back so now he's home and 
apologies if you guys hear him in the back but he's um <laughs> has supervisor meetings with his new job and so and he's really excited and as a therapist you know he like to talk so y'all may hear some reverb or whatever <laughs> but he laughed um <laughs> but like now I don't feel as bad I feel like when you're a first-time mom you feel guilty about taking time and like we would have date yeah. nights okay we done eating let's hurry up and get back because yeah, yeah. I feel like the responsibility to look after my child and care for my child was on me. Mm-hmm. Even though I was married, I still felt like most of that was on me because Stephen was pursuing his doctorate degree and all these other things. And so now that he doesn't have school and he could just focus on work and us, it's become more of me realizing the balance of, okay, you good with Savannah? Y'all good? I'm about to go in here and take a bath. I'm about to go in here and <laughs> listen to some music. I'm about to go in here and just think of my thoughts Yeah. And not think about y'all for about 30 <laughs> to three, 30 minutes, three hours. I don't know. But sometimes, <laughs> and, and I literally just started doing that. Like in the last couple of weeks, I, I noticed that it's like, I will literally after cleaning up and cooking and doing whatever, I will literally just leave them in the living room, watching TV and they're coloring and doing whatever. Savannah loves to color now. She'll ask me <laughs> color with me. You know, it's so cute. And I'm just like, mm mommy's gonna go sneak away and take a shower I'm gonna color these couple pages and then I'm gonna leave you in here with your daddy and I and I wasn't that way when she was younger I was like no I have to be here every moment every second every this yeah and I'm like she's three yeah and what she wants is her cupcake goldfish and to color <laughs> and to play with her cars because if anybody knows my child she's like the girliest tomboy ever like she loves everything and I want I do that purposely like you yeah. don't only have to play with dogs like I buy her cars and trucks mm-hmm. and tracks and books and blocks and computer things like she can you know tangible play all of that I you know she doesn't just have girly things and kitchens and cleanup sets like I buy Savannah whatever intrigues her so that she can just be creative I want her to like really flourish in that way and so I'm like you in here with your choo-choo trains and you coloring mommy's gonna go take a shower because then what I started realizing was that I love my time with my child so I was using what could be my me time as me and mommy's time so I would start taking baths with Savannah or she would take baths with me and I'm like and so it's all those things so long story short when my coworker asked me that I was like I don't know I don't know what is in me that's not about somebody else if that makes sense yeah. I feel like my purpose is to serve other people and to help other people and to just make other people's lives better or whatever or more convenient or easy or efficient mm-hmm. I don't know so that is an inspiration moment for me in which I have to figure out what God is wanting for me to do for me you know even all the aspirations that I have now that my husband is done with his degree I'm like okay listen when you get this LLC we could do this we could start looking into grant writing so that we could put these programs these mental health programs in the school systems and then you could be a consultant yeah. for Fortune 500 companies and then you can only work a couple things a quarter like I'm already in yeah. a whole nother trajectory but that's based around like what he does you know and so if somebody asked me what do I do and I was like you know I don't know but I'm about to start this business with my husband though because he just did xyz xyz and so now I'm trying to transition to the space where it's like what do I want to do what can I do yeah that's for me and it's hard and so yesterday I had my first vacation of all year um where I took a day off 
and I didn't answer any emails, but I did answer text messages from my coworkers <laughs> because they sent me emails and I guess I wasn't responding and they needed help with some client things. Yeah. And so it technically wasn't a full day of not looking at my phone for work things, but I had to nip it in the bud in like 20 minutes. Like, I can't, this is it. This is what yeah. you can do. Here's the solution. And um, you're welcome. And then <laughs> and like, I went back to enjoying lunch with my mom and we went to see Woman King with Viola Davis and a couple of other great people. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of moments in the movie. I won't do a spoiler because it just came out, but it was just like women mm-hmm. sacrifice a lot. And I'm this is no shade to like what men don't do because I'm not a man. I don't understand the pressures of being a leader being this and got to provide and wanted goals whatever I'm not a man I'm a woman and I'm going to tell you from watching woman king yeah I wasn't a warrior if I wasn't it it hit on so many of the things that we sacrifice from like love and time our bodies our our strength like all of that and I was in here like I made a joke to my mom and I was like after watching it I don't know if my foot hurt so bad as I thought it did (laughs) because watching them do all of these things and like tough it out I'm like oh I'm limping but you know what it ain't that bad (laughs) and so that inspiration moment for me was like I couldn't wait to come home and love on my daughter and say like I'm blessed to be a mom and I'm blessed to have the opportunity to be able to take care of her and to live and be present and all of the things that we think are like problems yeah or like so heavy for us or burdens or inconveniences are not really that mm-hmm. you know I think that was the moment for me I was like it's not really that and I was just really overcome with a lot of gratitude and I was like as a woman things are hard and some things that we deal with are harder because men are not built to do those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like men are not built to to have children. Men are not built to carry a child. Men, yeah. men are not yeah. built to do a lot of things. So of course those struggles or those life, you know, moments are going to be harder for us. But that doesn't mean that men don't also go through their yeah. heart, right? Choose your heart, right? So I just feel like for me in that moment after watching the movie, I was like, I kind of felt good to be a woman mm-hmm. and not to say like you don't have those moments but I was like we hey we <laughs> don't like yeah. don't don't mistake sir that because I'm a woman that I'm weak or I'm the weaker vessel yeah. or these kinds of things like no boo boo because I want to see you push a six seven eight nine ten thirteen pound baby out to a little bit <laughs> of penis hole okay God didn't set that up that way so let's not yeah. talk about who's weak okay yeah. <laughs> okay they cut you open through seven layers of skin yeah okay or yeah. now in a 12 or 13 and how many muscles is up under here did they do that no yeah so you know and it's just all kind of things like the movie was really great I would encourage everybody to go see it it just makes you feel good like oh we do we could have it we could do this <laughs> carry the we carry the burdens of others on our shoulders because we just built to be you know nurturing and loving and just care in that way yeah so yeah those are my two inspirational moments my co-worker said who are you are you still in there Mm -hmm. as a as a working mom because I see your plight every day (laughs) yeah 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 and then just having taking some time away purposely be like I'm gonna spend time with my own mom yeah because we never get to do that and have a full day of like enjoying each other's company without work or uh, worrying about husbands and kids and just 
yeah. really enjoy mom time or girl time with your own mom was so refreshing for me yesterday. And so, yeah, that was encouraging. Well, I love that because you touch on a lot of uh, different things when it came to finding yourself and then mm-hmm. self-care and vacation. Um, and like we were talking about running at the beginning of the podcast, like we just run all the time. We're doing some, we're, we're constantly running all mm-hmm. the time from here to there to this mean, that mean, whatever. And um, when you were talking about, hey, you know, are you still in there? I know for me, like I spent, I mean, I, I just, I've said this multiple times publicly that I did go through postpartum depression, you mm-hmm. know, and I think I, I'm a high functional, I don't know what, what it is yet. I think it's anxiety. I don't know. I think ADHD, I don't know <laughs> what it is, like <laughs> highly functional and whatever my limitation is, but mm-hmm. I um, definitely like it, it. It's, I don't think I ever acknowledged it until like I've got out of it and realized mm-hmm you, you know, you talk to other moms, you reflect on things that you go through, especially when you transition back to work and the anxiety around that. And, yes. you know, and like <laughs> and then in the midst of that, I got laid off and it like right after, and that's like traumatizing, especially if you love your career and you, mm-hmm. you know, pride yourself on being a professional. And then like that whole, like, you know, health, like you were talking about and breastfeeding. And, uh, and I think, you know, Jatika can attest to this, that, you know, when I do something, I do something in uh, full throttle. And yeah, like 300%. (laughs) I've never seen anybody produce as much milk as you. And I'm like, didn't you have children at the same time? How do you have four freezers? Like, every time I'm talking to you, like, I gotta go buy another freezer. What are you doing that I'm not doing? Because we have children at the same time. I'm so confused. I just had to throw that out there. I was so like, Jesus, now, I'm about to go down there and live with Amber and Savannah to be fat because they were threatened in the hospital as my child because I was making milk, but yeah. I was making four deep freezers. <laughs> like, Amber was like, oh, I got this in a bag. I'm about to go 400%. I was so confused. And see, I and, <laughs> and see that's not always healthy you know like to, it was healthy for junior but that's like just one example of maybe something that is positive but then when you do that in influx in other areas of your life yeah. it becomes unhealthy and so yeah. Like, and, and obviously I've even public publicly said this too, not on this podcast, but on the other one, I did decide to go forward and Taylor has been on me multiple times, but I did go ahead and get therapy. Mm-hmm. And I start, I, I, and honestly, I didn't start it until my grandfather passed away until mm-hmm. I literally could not like, normally if something happens to me, I like fall to pieces. And then like, you give me a couple of days mm-hmm. and that you would have never thought something happened. And you'd be like, is this girl human? Like, I don't see any emotion. I don't see no breakdown. I don't see like, I mean, you see that, especially if you're close to me, like I will share things with you. I'll break down to you. But like that, like took me out. Like I couldn't focus at work. I was like so behind. I I wasn't even necessarily not even eating. Like I was just, I felt like a void in a hole. But anyways, to kind of circle it back to Jatika's point about, um, finding yourself, like, I think, you know, as moms, like you, you, you lose that part of you. Like, I know I struggled, you know, even like 
not necessarily that I want, didn't want to take Nick's name, last name, but I struggled with the fact that now that I'm married, like I'm in conversations where people are like, so do you work outside the house? Like what? I have a whole degree. <laughs> I have a whole CPA. I work hard for it. You know, like why do I, just because I'm a wife, now I stay at home mom and there's nothing wrong with stay at home moms. There's right. nothing. Wrong. That, that is a harder. hard job. Right. Yeah. Because your sanity, I'm like, I need other people. I need adult interaction. I need time. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I just, big ups to stay-at-home moms during maternity leave. You know, I was forced, obviously, you're doing that because you're, you know, legally, they're giving you an opportunity to stay home and all this other stuff to re- you know, re-up your health and all the other stuff. But like, that was hard during that three, yeah. you know, months that I did it. And I was like, uh-uh, like not bringing home any money. Mm-hmm. I have to ask my husband for everything. <laughs> like, like I got to, can you go do my this load of laundry and pick up my dry cleaning? Like, what? Like, can you do that your own? And I know that's like terrible. And I do do things for Nicholas. I don't want to say that I don't. <laughs> but like, I wanted to be stimulated. Right. So my question, because I know, again, we can talk for like, this would be a three hour podcast. Well, this would be a special edition if it's important. Go yeah. <laughs> but I've said a lot, but you triggered me when you said like, are you still in there? Like, what have you, I know that this is fairly fresh and new. Yeah. Like six days. Yeah. <laughs> but what things have you done or, or that you reflected, maybe not have done yet, but you reflected like, I want to do this at least before the end of the year. This is what I want to do for myself as I'm transitioning, you know, back to taking care of myself, you know, whether that looks like in work, whether that looks like personally, like what is one thing um, that I'm doing for myself or you um, want to do for yourself? Well, I won't say that I've started anything outside of like taking 30 minutes or an hour or whatever to say I'm going to have some personal time like in the bathroom, like my own bathroom. I know that sounds really weird, but it's like when you become a mom, you don't get your bathroom time. And I thought people were joking about that. I'm like, oh, but then I had to think about it. I was like, when I go to my mom's house, if she goes to the bathroom, I'm right in the room with her like, hey, mom. Okay, so we're talking about this. I'm like all in her makeup drawer. I'm like, oh, you got some new products. And she's just like, and we just talking like, yeah, you know, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, dang, if I'm like 30 something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like, I have this to look forward to with Savannah. and not like, she'll come find me and then mommy and the mommy go to the bathroom. Yeah. Can mommy stay in the bathroom by herself? <laughs> <laughs> and when I realized that I wasn't having that and this may be TMI, but I used to tell Stephen all the time, I was like, you get your bathroom time. You get to be on Facebook. <laughs> Reels and Instagram reels and world star and you yeah. can be in your bathroom and in social media glory for however yeah. long it takes you to do what you got to do and shower right yeah and I told him like the other day was it last night or the other day I was like I'm going to take my phone and I'm going to the bathroom <laughs> and I'm just like chilling in the bathroom because I don't do that like if I'm in the bathroom I'm like I gotta hurry and do what I gotta do because I yeah. got to get Savannah dressed. I got to give Savannah a bath. I got to make sure she's brushing her teeth. I got to go. It's something on the stove. And I just really had to come here and pee real quick. Or something like, <laughs> I don't, the bathroom time is usually yeah. people's safe haven or their time where they can close the door and be, do whatever. Or just think, yeah. I don't do that. I'm like, nope, I'm coming in here to use the toilet for what it's supposed to be real quick. Wash my <laughs> hands, shower, keep it moving. I don't spend 
time in yeah. the bathroom and not to be like disgusting, but I'm just not sitting. I feel like I'm yeah, always yeah. have something to do. I don't have that time for myself or my child yeah. is coming in like sitting on my lap while I'm using the bathroom. I'm like, come <laughs> on, baby, mommy can't tingle in peace. I just want yeah. to tingle. And then yeah. she gets down like my turn. And I'm like, well, you couldn't wait. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so, so that, I mean, for me, as small as it may seem, Mm-hmm. it's like I want to reclaim my bathroom time back because I didn't know that was the thing that yeah. and just like like I said mentioned earlier like actually showering by myself or bathing by myself because since I can remember you know I was showering with Savea when she was born so she was born and when we started taking baths I was bathing with her and then there were times where I was like, okay, I think she's good enough where she won't drown she can sit up in there and play with her toys and do all those yeah. kinds of things but it's still like me yeah making sure that she's still alive after playing in the tub and doing all those things so bathroom yeah. time for me wasn't a privilege like it's just like a necessity kind of thing and yeah. keep pushing and so for that it's like I want to reclaim some me time in the bathroom or whatever just it doesn't even it's, it, it can be synonymous with just alone time in general it yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be in the bathroom but like me yeah coming away for 30 minutes 45 minutes even an hour or whatever at the end of the night to be like I want to be in my own thoughts if I want to pray if I want to figure out what I'm doing for the week if I want to talk to God about specific issues if I just want to you know intercede on my family and friends behalf if I just want to be in a moment of gratitude and not have to think about the next task I need to start taking time away to do that and I know like we hear that all the time because I've been hearing it for years and I'm like yeah okay that's cute but now that like my husband's (laughs) back and we're trying to figure out a good routine Mm -hmm. or just like what our family routine looks like and Mm -hmm. I'm just like yeah see it's cute when you get to go just get your haircut and go kick it with the boys but it's like you don't have to worry about where your child's gonna go because I'm here I couldn't do that for a whole year I couldn't say oh I'm about to just go kick it with my friends or oh I'm about to go get my hair done because then it was a hassle of which grandparent is gonna take her our grandparents don't live close so and most of the time like it's no shade, but I'm not going to call my husband's family. I'm going to call my family first. And my family don't live in Chicago. So now I got to drive an hour just to drop off a child, just to go have an hour worth of me time and then go get her back and then come home and cook and then come home and wash. And then, so it's like, I'm exhausted. And so I'd be like, why bother? I could just stay here and not have no time and be a little less exhausted. (laughs) Like (laughs) made sense to me. And I, I mean, it's awesome, maybe TMI, but I never forget. Stephen came home. He he's been home since Savannah's birthday, the week after her birthday. So the end of July, and now what? We're at the end of September. And he said something to me. He was like, you know, it'd be really nice if you could keep your nails done, and you know, I'll pay for you to go do the, all these things. I'm like, that's cute of you to say, but I got defensive. I was like, first of all, <laughs> it takes time to do nails and paint because I just feel like if I'm paying $60 for nails and things like that everybody knows I've never had fake nails my nails grow really really long and they're strong so I'd rather do them myself and I'm like you don't have to spend $60 on that because that could go to our travel fund that can go to a savings fund that can go to groceries that can go to gas that can go to our date night fund yeah that $60 you can save if you just give me an hour by myself yeah 
to do what I need to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm getting all yeah. defensive. And you talking about hair. Now I gotta go buy that. I gotta do appointments. <laughs> I gotta make sure surveying about to die. Yeah. And it's like, it's so easy for you to say that when your haircut only takes 20 minutes. Like, yeah, ooh, yeah. get out of my face because now I'm about to throw you down these stairs. You coming back <laughs> with all of these you wish I could do. Yeah. Oh, sorry, y'all. I didn't have to get it off my chest. But we are so good now. And he's the like, space. yeah. Well, and he's like, he's like, oh, I see you did this, and oh, and you know, now yeah. I don't have no qualms because I'm just like you. Like, I don't want to ask him for nothing. I don't, mm. I don't want to do anything. And so now I'm like, um, yeah. Remember when you said you're gonna get my hair done? I can make an appointment for Saturday since we already gonna be in Indiana with my parents. So yeah. I could just go up the street, get my hair done, and you could be chilling and playing with yep. Savannah and cooking. And I'll be at the beauty. Good shop. luck. Figure out how to eat. If I wasn't here, you would figure it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I be feeling like oh <laughs> and then it, I think it's just the audacity like he just made it sound like it was so easy to just go do this and go do that and I'm like no you don't have to worry about that because I'm here yeah like and that's just a beautiful thing you want to go get the car wash you want to go kick it with your friends you want to go do this all you gotta do is say hey babe I'm about to go do this yeah. You think I couldn't do that? Okay. <laughs> I'm talking to empty wall. Hey, oh, I forgot nobody in here. I got to figure out how to go do X, Y, and Z. Okay. So no, I feel like for me, it's just about intentionally reclaiming my time Yeah. for, so that I can be filled up or just yeah. feel good enough to be present. And I know that sounds so crazy, but for me, it's like having not been around my husband for a whole year, you know, it's a lot of things relationally that you have to pick back up. Yeah. It's the habits of living under the same roof from yeah. everything from like cooking and we don't have gender roles except, you know, like trash. I'm not about to walk down these three flights of stairs and take out no trash. You know, you're doing that, right? <laughs> but like, yeah, you yeah. know, cooking and cleaning and those kinds of things, even stuff like sex. Like I'm over here, like I was used to not having to worry about somebody touching me every, you know, <laughs> seven days a week. Now he back and it was like, yeah, you know, every other day would be great. And I'm like, that's a transition for yeah. me. <laughs> I'm used to like, okay, I see you once a month and yeah, yeah. three days was great yeah <laughs> all of that like reclaiming your time about how you feel about that and I say that because self-care is so important yeah. especially when you're in a relationship because I you don't realize like the things that you were doing before life got real serious yeah. to the point where like now you're in this relationship you got you know kids and you got husbands and looks are important your body yeah. is important health and nutrition is important desire is important romance yeah. is important and sometimes we put all those things like on the back burner like oh it'll happen or, oh we'll get to it and it literally just hit me like it takes work it does just to keep yourself up just to want to exercise like I told you you know the reason why I was a couple minutes late for the podcast is because I was running to the store after I took the to school yeah my second vacation day of the year Woo! and <laughs> I said I'm gonna cook a, a more intentional breakfast for Stephen after this right so I'm gonna do omelets with like mushrooms and bell peppers and we got turkey bacon instead of pork bacon even though we've been really laying off the bacon in general and mm -hmm. just like little stuff you know went and got like all kind of like extra things like fresh green beans for tonight I'm gonna do yeah. for dinner and stuff like that so it's like all of that is intentional and like people when people say like relationships is work and all these things self-care is work your health is work mm -hmm. all of that is work and so for me outside of reclaiming my time I just want to make sure that 
in every area of my life, whether that's my marriage, whether that's motherhood, whether that's in the ministries I serve in church, I just want to be really intentional and making sure like that I'm putting my best foot forward. And even if it's the small win. So like today for me, my small win is I'm going to take some time because today is at school. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to intentionally cook a healthier meal you know yeah. and those kinds of things or I'm intentionally be more present with my husband like even though I could be up in here chilling maybe my husband wants me to be you know like more into him or show him more affection or you know have sex three times a day I don't know but I'm just like you are so <laughs> <laughs> I mean not three maybe yeah maybe we don't even I have to go three. down that oh, that that road but, but at least one <laughs> today or I don't know it's early yeah I don't get this. See, we don't get to think about these things. I'm like, yeah, no, I yeah. work all day. So you yeah. lucky if tonight I yeah. roll over. Like, what? So <laughs> I know people going to be like, what is she talking about? But, um, <laughs> you know, I just like to keep it real. I like, I'm not one yeah. Oh, marriage is easy. Oh, life is easy. Oh, motherhood is easy. It's easy when you're organized. It's easy when you have things under control. But it's those moments when life throws things at mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't expect for my husband to be you know, diagnosed with congestive heart failure. So it's like, even though he's really young and that's abnormal, what can I do to aid in that? You know what I'm saying? So you have to watch what you eat. You got to exercise more. You got to do all these things so he can live a healthy life. And then that also benefits me. Yeah. I'm healthier, is healthier, things like that. So it's like marriage is hard. Motherhood is hard. And my things that I'm going to do is take more time intentionally away from myself and to be more intentional with what I'm doing in my other relationships and obligations to answer your question. I love that. Well, we are coming to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's been um, very full, very full. <laughs> um, no, because I mean, these are the type of conversations you and I have offline, you know, mm-hmm. that we have in our, you know, friend groups and, and different things. And we've gone and through a lot of stuff again life over the last decade plus of just different things and Mm -hmm. it's good when you have friends or people that you're close to that are willing to share transparent you know moments and you learn from each other because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you might think someone or their or someone's relationship or something is just so perfect but you don't know what it takes how much work it takes to get to that smile so um but yeah so uh, we always like to end it with a final words. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm going to give you a, a, a rapid fire question. I'm going to ask you two questions. And it's the first thing that comes out of your mouth. No explanations. Just <sighs> <a good> <laughs> so I know that um, she's a, a, a sweets person. What's your top sweet? Uh, 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 donut. <laughs> donut. Okay. Intimates. Intimates. Donuts. Heat it up for five seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. And then <laughs> that's so specific. <laughs> uh, and then at um, let's go for a work work one. Uh, what was your favorite, most recent, your favorite celebrity that you met? Just a name. Uh, that I I interviewed Deidre Cadden. Loved him. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So every guest answers either one of the two questions. Mm-hmm. And you can give just a brief, like your brief answer for this one. So either what is your go-to resource in your professional or personal life that you enjoy? Or what advice would you give to your younger self? 
Uh, I, can I choose one? Yeah, you choose one. I'm going to choose the second one because the first one, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on here another 30 minutes. Um, uh, the advice I would give to my younger self is to take more risk. Ah. Because God is always in control anyway. And whatever is supposed to happen will happen. I wish that I would have taken a little more risk. I would say like even just in school some of my decisions I wanted to travel abroad things like that and now I'm like dying to travel like every quarter like you know what I mean <laughs> just little things like that I wish I would have been like bolder in my choices to speak out about certain opportunities or go after certain opportunities or not be afraid to take take a chance on like I don't know any little thing like love and experiences mm. like I was really a scary dater like oh I can't date that person oh my god I just got out of this relationship no I don't want to date nobody like yeah. just take more <laughs> risk like good risk like yeah yeah, yeah yeah and like um financial risk I wish I would have been a little more savvy with money um so good risk like take good risk is what mm. I would tell my younger self and then that, that goes for all assets of your life and love and money and health you know black folks we got to do better start younger (laughs) (laughs) uh just all kind of things just take good better risk I love that Mm -hmm. well you guys it's been awesome from from I mean for me in this power hour I always learn something new from Jatika and Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing is like, choose your heart. Like mm-hmm. that's like one of the things that literally like resonated with me is the fact that, you know, we think, you know, this stage is going to be, once we get past this stage, it's going to be easy, but I feel like you're in a constant, you should be in a constant cycle of growth. Yeah. And just because something is hard today, doesn't mean that you can't learn how to make it easier every right. single day. And you're choose just choose your battles and choose you know, choose your heart and like pivot. And like she talked about, be flexible, agile, like whether it's in your workplace or your personal life. And I am just, oh, I love it. So <laughs> I <laughs> I appreciate you for coming on. I love you. Um, before we drop off, where can people, and we'll also share your um, whatever information she wants to share we'll share it in the the show notes but where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you well that's a good question because you know the industry is so crazy that I rarely post on social media I mean you'll find me talking about Jesus and stuff on Facebook but (laughs) Instagram is just all pictures of my daughter or whatever shows I'm a part of so if people want to get in contact with me you know social media is really good and um if it's about like work things or industry things my email is great uh and I think that's it because I'm really not I know I'm like so out there (laughs) but like on social media I'm just like ah I forgot to talk about all these different things and I only do like really big moments in life or really transform parent moments in life or like encouraging moments like god got y'all kind of thing so i i'm really not as active as i used to be on social media just because i'm trying to be more present and you know the phone isn't that important to me like how it is for some people so i may forget sometimes or i may only post certain things at a certain time because it's like convenient but I'm not really that active on social like I used to be but I'm still there so I'm not invisible yeah. if anybody wants to just follow me on social media or if you have business or industry related questions my email is perfectly fine to share okay cool so we'll share that in the show note we'll figure out we'll figure out which ones to uh share 
mm-hmm. in the show notes <laughs> and uh we'll go we'll go from there and if you guys obviously if you reach out to her make sure you be a little patient it might take uh three to five business days yes uh, to get back <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> You can't get uh, an out of office message on social media. I gotta figure out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, mean, I love that. I love that. Uh, but yeah. So thank you so much. And you guys have an amazing week. Bye, guys. Hey, love. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. I would love to stay in touch with you and connect. So to keep up with the OYOT podcast, follow on your own terms podcast with Amber Cherie on Spotify and Anchor. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at OYOT podcast. And also too, if you want to share your thoughts um, or even write a little love letter or feedback, send us a letter um, to the email address of O-Y-O-T-P-O-D at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.